So to address this topic of awareness, like we're neurological driven beings. We're, we are one with uh, all that's around us by virtue of our neurology. We are beings that have a network of uh, communication that uh, calibrates what's going on in our world. Now, within this then, we're constantly feeding out to and receiving from our environment. And that is really the process of awareness. It's a, it's a process of, of noticing what is going on. Um, and we need this as a, as a survival mechanism for a human being. And if we cut it down, if we slow it, if we get ignorant, if we lack knowledge or we, we are unaware of our environment, unaware of what's going on around us, we're, we're uneducated, then we are in a downward spiral. We're devolving and, and that's a, a dying state. Whereas uh, awareness is the opposite. Awareness is growing. It is, it is uh, evolving. It is looking at possibilities and developing oneself. So the more aware, the more responsible we can be. And in responsible, I mean, we are able to respond to the environment around us and respond in a way that's appropriate for that environment. So let's explore what it is that drives awareness relative to the innate model. This is a place where those who suspect they're innately wise, brilliant and powerful come to learn how to transform their lives. One cognition, one realization and one blinding flash of the obvious at a time. We are the innovators, the record breakers, the world makers and creators of all kinds. We supersede the suppressive worldview of mass ignorance and awaken the strength within. We are waking up to our innate secrets. My name is Dr. Mark Postles and welcome to the Innate Secrets Podcast. So we're sensory beings and you know, with our five senses or six senses and maybe even more, um, we are, are able to be conscious. We're able to be um, acquainted with that that's around us uh, and within us. And this is about being formed, informed. It's about um, having information that, that is workable, uh, that then produces knowledge and, and wisdom uh, as we appraise our world, as, as we become cognizant of or, or mindful of the world around us. So this level of sensibility and familiarity with what we have around us is, is the essence of awareness. And it allows us to be alive and to be awake and, and to be alert. So the way that environment plays out within us is that it affects our perceptions. Our, our perceptions affect our environment. So in other words, when, when we have a certain environment happening, say it's just cold, you know, we, if we put a meaning to that coldness, it changes the effect of the coldness on, on our body. You know, and that's just to use one particular uh, input. And, and the same could go for a certain word or a certain tone that someone else is using. Um, it comes to us and then we process that through our perception. And if we have preconceptions about that particular uh, bit of input, it changes the the nature of that input. It changes it maybe from a, from a negative to um, a positive or from a negative to a 
to uh, an even more negative, you know, it could be a neutral to a negative, it could be a neutral to a positive. So in other words, the, an environmental input that comes in, when it meets us uh, and our stuff in our in our brain, the, the, the way we see the world, the perception we have of the world, then it, it gets filtered in a way that it has a certain meaning. And the perception then is the decision point around meaning. The environment is the environment. The environment just is what it is. And the environment drives, by virtue of this perception thing, uh, our genetic expression. So that when our environment um, has um, an interpretation, it goes into a vibration or resonance within our body, and that becomes a uh, an influence on our genetic expression. It calls out certain genes to to function, and so so there's a, there's a, a an interplay there that goes very very deep. It, it it can stir up old memories, old emotions, old physical um, situations and conditions that maybe even have been passed down through our lineage. Uh, and cause them to 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 play to the surface, and and I'm sure you've heard of people who have been uh, or or known people who have had a shock or a uh, a loss or something that's been significantly negative, and in a very short period of time after that they develop a disease or an illness or debility um, that just seems to come out of nowhere. Well, there's a there's an interplay there between their perception and the particular shock and the and the way that they've interpreted it and the genetic expression that, that results from that. So so then awareness therefore makes a difference. Awareness is what allows us to um, live our life in a in a productive, joy filled um, way in which we can grow and develop and ascend. Um, and evolve as an individual. So from the innate model viewpoint, the processing of our outside stimulus and the awareness of that is in many um, forms within each of the quadrants. And so I'll just go through a couple, just a couple of examples maybe in, in, in all the quadrants to, to show how that works. And, and say, there's examples everywhere, Today I went out to, um, and Jackie and I went out to a, a local show with the various um, uh, organisations who um, protect and support the society. So the you know the police and the fire and the ambulance and the um, the rescue people and the lifesavers and, and so forth. So it was just a, a local park. And uh, we took our grandson along. So uh, this three and a half year old uh, is a was a great is a great example of the um, that propensity for human being to be aware. And Noah um, was all Google eyed. I mean, it was just like, wow, this is amazing! All this equipment, these these things that he could find out more about. And so their their enter is the is the quadrant one part. The the quadrant one part is having that that big picture, that wide vista. And I saw him getting out of the car, and there was a helicopter uh, in the middle of the of the the field, and and there was 
um, they had a big water tank there, and the helicopter was later to to pick up water and then drop it as a you know as a firefighting exercise. Um, he he noticed the um, the other tents and the and the various characters. Some of them were, were dressed up of um, with Australian um, styling. You know, there was a platypus and there's a kangaroo and so forth. And and you know he he was aware of that almost right from the get go. I didn't even see that. It was just like, um, but he he took a scan. I think it's important that that we recognise bigger bigger picture context um, before we go into the detail. And and this is a quite one part of our brain. It it. It looks at this big picture. It looks at a big idea. You know, why are we going here? Why? What are we doing here? What's this all about? And he was he was firing questions like that um, before we even got there. You know, so he wanted to get a context of um, this particular um, couple of hours that we spent walking around and seeing these exhibits. So he wanted to know, you know, why people were doing that and what was what it was all about and what he was, you know, what he could expect. Now, this also can close down um, our perception. You know, expectations can be a negative to our awareness. So there's, a, there's a, a, a play that goes on between these two, which is, that's really the, you know, the quadrant two part. So within the quadrant one, it's like, you know, what are your outcomes? What are, what are you wanting from this? And, and an awareness of um, an outcome then drives the experience to a large degree. So you know, consider this when when you're entering a um, any sort of engagement with anything really, but say it was with people. What's the outcome? You know, you're going into a shop to get a certain item. What's the outcome? You know, is it is it simply just to get that item and go, or is it to experience the environment, to be aware of the environment, and to be aware of what else is possible within that environment? So that's all the quadrant one part. And we all do it. We do it some to uh, to some more and some less. But we all do it regardless. So be aware of how you do it, how you do that quadrant one part. Then we take that information and we start to look at the detail. And it wasn't long before Noah was driving down into the infinitely tiny detail around you know the the um, rotors on the on the helicopter and the um, the buckety thing that was underneath and how that opened and let the water out and and looking at the the way that the water would be sucked up through this big hose when the helicopter was above the, the pond and um, looking at at the, the the details of the uh, pilot's helmets and so he he started to see difference and in the the different aspects that we were within started to look around uh look into so things like um a fire truck and he noticed that there was a um an orange box with an extension coming out one side and he calculated that that must be a chainsaw box you know that's where the chainsaw is and things that i didn't even notice you know it was like tiny detail but very accurate and you know even the fact that the ground was wet in certain places he was noticing that and commenting on it it was you know it was like he actually started to do stuff with it as well in terms of um squelching and you know then suggesting maybe he should have bought his gumboots and uh and, and so forth but 
you know, the point being on this is that quadrant two part drives into into detail um, from the big picture. And so, you know, we tend not to be too productive if we're in big picture all the time. The, the details needed and within the detail is incredible wisdom and, and incredible knowledge. So it's uh, th this is where we make the distinctions about life. And so from from there, Noah um, then went into the quadrant three part where he started to adapt his energy and his behaviors to the current item that was being um, presented or the, or the current area we were, we were observing. And in this context then, um, he took on the role of whatever it was that we were, we were visiting at the time. So they had like a police car there, um, which the kids could sit in, you know, so he sat in this police car and he became a policeman and he, and he, he was, went right into the state on it. And then he, he got out of that and there was a whole line of kids who wanted to get in. So this is a fairly fast moving event um, relative to that. So, you know, then there was a jet ski and he got to go on the jet ski and uh, there, was, you know, there were two jet skis on the back of a trailer, um, but they were police jet skis, you know, and they had, they had um, colored lights on them and stuff. And, and so he was, he was a police on the, on the ocean. And then, um, and then they, uh, they had the fire truck there, and so he was able to get in the cab of the fire truck and put a helmet on, and, and he became the firefighter. So the, you know, the roles were very, very strong that he took on instantly. The, uh, the police motorbike, they were allowed, allowed to sit on the back of that and, and, well, and, and, and drive it or pretend to drive it. So um, you know, it, was, it was a very uh, quick state change from the various um, roles that he was engaging in. So you know, the, the point on this is, is that the energy that we have and we bring to it through our behaviors uh, is how, it's the juice, juice that we suck out of uh, a given event. So being able to go into a given circumstance and take on that role, you know, when, when you're um, with someone, talking to someone, talking with someone, being totally with them, when, when you're um, playing tennis or golf, being totally present with that, when, when you're um, relaxing, being totally present with that, you know, not thinking about other things, you know, when, when you're in a... Um, a mental mode being present there. So having uh, a, the ability to create state that's appropriate to the environment that you're in. And that allows then um, a high level of engagement, a high level of present time consciousness. And so the fourth area, which is quadrant four, then is about action. And, and action comes with it application. So how do we how do we apply ourselves to this environment that we're in? How do we take action towards it and with it, not reaction from it, but but go towards it? And how do we reinvent ourselves? So reinvention is about being curious and being willing to take things apart and try something different. And in many respects, and, and you know, in Noah's case particularly, I mean, children do this so well. You know, have you, you, I'm sure you've seen this, where the, the kids are just curious and they're, and they're mischievous. You know, they, they look for ways in which they can reinvent something to be something different and um, 
they they try and make something of it and they usually have fun doing it too so yeah when we got home from this uh couple of hours at the at the local park um and we watched the helicopter take off and come in and suck water out of this big pond and take it out and drop it in the middle of the uh the football field and come back and grab some more that you know and it was it was like a um, things came together for him. I got photos of him with his eyes a goggle, and you know he had it hands over his ears because it was really loud. But it's just this look of awe on his face, um, total engagement with what was going on there uh, with with his helicopter. And so we we get home and he's talk 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 all the way home in terms of uh, debriefing uh, what he'd been through and the things that he could do as a result of that. And so he couldn't, he couldn't wait to jump out of the car, and had a trailer. We have a trailer in our um, little side parking area in our in front of our house, and boat trailer. And he 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 jumped out of that, and because he'd seen some guys using a winch um, in a rescue sort of mock operation at this at this show, and so he he went straight for the winch on the trailer. And he pulled it out and he hooked it to the car and he starts winding the winch to, you know, with his, in his view, he was going to pull the car across to the trailer. Um, obviously, you know, there's certain um, differences in weight and strength that would not make that possible. And he ended up pulling the trailer towards the car. But, you know, the, the point is, is that he, he took what he'd seen and he, he had to apply it. You know, there was this drive, and this is a human drive, to, to, to grow and to expand and to find something that has, hasn't been discovered before by, by oneself and build upon one's um, repertoire of behaviours and, and one's um, thirst for living and, and thirst for growing. So, so really, you know, to the, the take-home message of this is look, be aware of things. Be aware of everything that's going on around you and always respond towards stuff, you know. So so there's a there's a choice at any point in time. We can we can react away from something, though it's in other words, an environmental stimuli or someone says something or does something. We can react to that and uh, be victim of it, or we can respond towards it, we can lean into it and and seek more information, seek clarification, seek data, seek, seek a, uh, an understanding, which then allows us to pop to a new level. And this is really, uh, I guess the key of this is sucking the juice out of life. You know, just being aware of what life is bringing us and without judgment, simply accepting it and working with it, flowing with it, Obviously, there's 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 care for um, survival and protection, uh, but willing to push ourselves to engage so that then uh, and we do get hurt from time to time. We, we're vulnerable. We're, we we open ourselves up in this context, but it's so fruitful. You know, there's so much joy to be had and in opening up and engaging rather than closing down and shrinking. So so be aware of awareness. And you know, there's there's the peace and quiet of meditation, which is a, a really powerful way of being aware of being aware, uh, and be a, be aware within everyday activities. You know, driving the car, talking to someone, doing your job, um, playing a sport, whatever activity you're doing, 
be aware. Be aware of the big picture, the details. Be aware of your engagement and your role in it, your your persona when you're in it, and look at how you can change it, how you can make it um, even better or even different or um, you know, make it fun and, and make it into something that is uh, uh, going to lead to something else because that generates that quantum one part again once you do that quantum four. So anyway, get into it, have fun with it, and uh, I'll catch you in, in our next discussion. Let us show you how to fire your brain in ways that serve you so that you can be confident, connected, and bring joy and passion into what you do every day. Get a free copy of my book, The Innate Model. Go to theinnatemodel.com forward slash free book.